Times with Kimberly Marie and Bianca Rachel. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, y'all. What's up? I know y'all see that happiness in my voice today. And God is a miracle God. Hallelujah. You know what? You're going to hell. Y'all going to stop playing. Y'all you're going to hell. Y'all really going to stop playing with Jesus and y'all going to stop playing with science because literally God keeps telling y'all to sit y'all asses down, stop doing the foolish shit, and y'all keep playing with this man and keep telling him, I'm going to do what I want to do. And so sometimes God got to give you a little taste. He got to say, all right, you want to play? Let's play. So uh, if you haven't heard, Greg Abbott got COVID after he had this big ass function. Kim's not super excited. She's elated, actually. It's just funny to me because, no, it's just funny to me because he had this big event where he was like, oh, it was so packed. We had standing room only. Like it was what a big overflow. I don't know when it was because I don't really keep up with his schedule, you know. But I did see the picture, and it's always funny to me the people who, you know, we all know that he opened, you know, Texas way too early. Mm-hmm. We all know that he being greedy, cutting people unemployment, cutting, trying to cut uh mass mandates at school. Um, uh, judges have had to literally fight him and say, this is illegal. Like we're going to make mass mandatory in this district, in that district. And he's, uh, and he's still trying to fight with them. You know, I'm going to file another uh, injunction and all this stuff. So it was just his time to get COVID. It really was. It was his time to get COVID. It's like, Greg Abbott really is the devil. He's Lucifer's baby son. You know, him and Trump, the same boat of devilness. So, I'm not not too mad that 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 old Greg got a COVID. uh, uh, Got got old COVID. COVID done came. That Rona done came and said, hello. 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 Is he vaccinated? They say he is uh, vaccinated. Oh, so he's vaccinated, but he didn't believe COVID. Hmm. Okay. And okay. I feel you. Okay. Having big events, partying, living this his best life. This is why, because he knew if he got COVID, it wasn't gonna be no big thing. He vaccinated. Well, that's not true because I think I've heard. I mean, two that stories is of where. Yeah, we do know people who get vaccinated who still end up passing. But however. I'm just saying, if you didn't believe it was real, why get vaccinated? You know what I mean? Like, because that's mostly what every, like, the anti-vaxxer is saying. It's not real. I'm not getting vaccinated. It ain't true. Some are just like, I'm nervous yep. for the, you know, the science. It came out too quick. There's very few who actually say that most are on board with, eh, it ain't real. I ain't gonna catch it. <laughs> you know, roll the dice. Well, actually, well, um, recently, what'd you say? What'd you say about old Greg? I just said, well, Greg, that's all I got. Well, you know, <laughs> but well, well, I did say, I did see on Twitter one, like it was maybe like a couple of weeks ago. This guy was like, I don't need no uh, COVID vaccine. All I need is Jesus. You know, I saw I was one of those people and, and the guy ended up going to the hospital and he was like, please pray for me. I know God gonna make a way. And then he ended up dying. Yeah. And my whole thing is God, now, now God gave us sense. He literally gave us sense. And if you don't use it, don't be blaming Jesus now for you not That's having no sense. Because there was another thing. There was an article on, I think it was like CNN, not an article, but CNN was talking about it in the mor- on the morning show. And they were like, People were, they had two different groups of people. So one group was like, yeah, I'm not getting vaccinated because God is my provider. He will take care of me. And then the other group was like, God gave me common sense and blessed me with, you know, the medicine to protect myself. 
And he was like, they were like, that's what I'll do for me and my community. You know, so if I can get vaccinated to protect someone else, that's what I'm gonna do. And I was like, it's so weird how people interpret, you know, things so differently, because at the end of the day, it really is just science. Like the facts have proven Mm -hmm. it. COVID is real. People aren't just dying on their own, you know, of this disease. You know, it's a disease that is actively killing people. At a very high rate, Chicago's up to 400 cases a day, new cases. Dang. Uh, yeah, we put our mask mandate back, which I said was going to happen. And I expect we'll be doing some reduction in like hangout spots as winter comes along. Because, you know, people do get sick. I don't know sick. if they're going to do that. You think, you think the Chicago citizens are going to be down with that? Yeah. Because then they just I'm not saying big, they're going to uh, be like super uh, heavily restricted. Rolling, rolling like loud or something? Never- Phase one, say it again. But didn't they just have Rolling Loud? Didn't they just have um Rolling Loud in Chicago? Or was it Lollapalooza or something like a big old? Yeah, they had a big um. It's Lala downtown. They had yeah, a... but I don't know what Rolling. Uh-huh. Yes, it's Lollapalooza. Well, it I don't know what Rolling one. Loud is. Yeah. Both of them are music festivals, but I know that some of them. But I, I, I know, know that I know that Chicago had either Lollapalooza or Rolling Loud. Which one would? Yeah, they Chicago had Lollapalooza. But yeah, when I saw yes. the pictures, though, no. But I'm saying when I saw the pictures of the concert that they had, I was absolutely in shock. But I wasn't too shocked because it was, it was a lot of young people. But it was just, I mean, they weren't. They you said that wasn't a super spreader. The news came out mm-hmm. and said that it wasn't a super spreader because I think like they, you know, they they say they traced it back to only like. Like a hand, like a hand, like a hundred cases or something like that coming from Lollapalooza. So they consider that not to be a super spreader. So I was like, okay, whatever. This is what we're doing. Because they supposedly turned down. Because I saw those people on top of each other. Did you see like the pictures, like of the above ground pictures? It was crazy. It was crazy. It was too many damn people in one spot. Well, I do have, like, for people who are going to concerts at this particular time right now, like, and I'm not talking about, oh, you're sitting down. I'm talking about, like, outdoor concerts, like festivals. Mm. How do you feel comfortable going right now to, like, Rolling Loud, Lollapalooza, um, you know, these jazz, I think, well, I think New Orleans canceled their jazz festival. Yeah, jazz festival freaking year in a row. Yeah, but I don't. I think they still had Essence. I don't know if it was online, but I think they still had Essence Festival because they had the um, battle between uh, Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown at Essence. But anyway, yeah. how do you feel comfortable going to these to any concerts right now, especially smaller ones? If you're going into like a comedy show and it's like you surrounded by all these people and you see people without their mask and stuff like that. I just don't understand how y'all feel so comfortable going. Cause even I, I'm, I'm squirming about going to the doggone movie theater. No, I'm not doing as long as HBO max continues <laughs> to play movies. I'm not going like, like I, I, just, I got my own popcorn. I got my own little jalapenos. I got it all. I can make nachos at the house. I don't need it. I, hell, I could even pause the movie and get up and go pee and not miss nothing. So it, it works perfect for me. Yeah. Now, I do want to say, like, to movies that are coming out and they're like, well, you know, we're trying to get people back in the theater, so we're not going to, you know, stream. I feel like you're losing money because somebody like me, okay, I'll just wait till you get on HBO because it's going gonna, it's gonna to come. Something's going to come to HBO, Hulu, or Netflix, and I got them all, and Disney Plus. Something's gonna come. It's gonna come to one of those places, and I'm gonna be waiting right there for it. And I don't care if I gotta wait six months. Well, I don't have Disney Plus, but to Plus, me, like, yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, what, what's what's the name? Um, uh, that new uh Aretha Franklin respect movie, and to me, it's not. I don't doing- see that. And if it was on HBO Max, I feel like it. I honestly feel like if it was on a streaming site, it would have done so much better than what it's doing right now. Because I feel like they're losing money because they wanted to bring people back in the theater. But it's like, dang! Now we're losing out on coins. Now we're losing out on watching that movie, and y'all losing out on coins because look how much money Black Widow made alone from people right. watching it on Disney Plus. Because not everybody want to take. 
their kids out. And plus, t- y'all got to understand, times are hard. So I think you could, what, um, Black Widow was $30. People were paying for, like, I think they were paying $30 for it. $30 and you got a family of six, you're not going to go to the theater and pay $30. No. You're not. Not for so a person. Me, it's a <laughs> It's a better that's deal a, for me to buy this. That's a fucking light bill. That's yep. a negative. <laughs> it's best for me to buy a $30 movie, make my own loaded nachos at the house, do all this stuff, and just live my best life at the house. But you know what I did? Yeah. I, I want to say something. Okay. This is what I saw. <laughs> Listen. Can you hear me? All right. This is what somebody had a wrote a worker at a movie theater can uh put this on his little tiktok video he said fyi stop bringing food into the cinema it makes you look broke now this is not this is what somebody wrote now this is just me i have been bringing this is what i do i'm gonna be honest back in the day when i was going to the theaters before covid i feel like we need to just say bc before covid because now it's like everything before COVID seems like it's just doesn't even exist anymore. So BC before COVID me personally, I would bring a meal into the movie theater. I have brought meals into the movie theater. I have brought popcorn into the movie theater. I have brought all kinds of candies and snacks into the theater. And yes, Mm -hmm. I am very going to be very honest usually bring well, we me to Kim is the cheapo we already know Kim is cheap. no it's not about being cheap it's to me movie theater food is usually not the best and so I would rather eat something that it's I like even if it's not the best movie food is overpriced like there's no reason a popcorn should be like five six dollars like you don't <laughs> even get a drink with that honestly then to get the pickle that's another like five dollars then if I want to add jalapeno, yeah I like a pickle with your popcorn? Not meshed together, but eventually, oh. depending on how long the movie is, I'm going to eat my... Like, if I go to a Harry Potter movie or, like, a, a movie that's two hours long, I need popcorn, I need a meal, I need pickle, I need some candy. I need, like, all my shit right then and there. What is I, your movie go-to food? Mm, how is your movie looking? It depends. Like I said, if I go to a two-hour movie... No, it don't matter. Like, say you went to go see, the, I think, the last movie, you Black Panther. What are you having in front of you for your Black Panther movie? I had a large Icy. I had a medium... No, I had a small popcorn. That popcorn consists of jalapenos, peanut, peanuts, peanut M&Ms, and butter, and some salt, you know, because that has to happen. And then I had some nachos. And then I had a small personal pizza. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's all like a now see now. This is what I would say. Do you feel like you should have maybe before you left the house popped your bag of popcorn, put your peanut M Ms in there, and put your jalapenos? I already have it ready for you. Cause 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 how much did you pay? Cause you had to buy the M Ms. Peanut M&M's. That's you have not to buy the popcorn. You're wrong. You're very incorrect. I didn't have to buy the peanut M&M's because I already had some in my purse. Those came from Walgreens. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you would see, this is what I tell people. Now, that meal, I'm guessing, cost Bianca more than 20 bucks. Now, to me... It costs more than 20 bucks these days. You can't even get gas for barely. Get gas for 20 bucks. Shit. I'm I'm gonna tell y'all because right in front of the theater that I go to is a Whataburger. If y'all don't know what a Whataburger Ew. is, if you don't live in a city where you don't like Whataburger, girl, bye. I go get because y'all know me personally. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing to get from all restaurants pretty much is the kids' meal because that's what that's the per, portion size Americans are supposed to eat, but we like to eat the double decker. Okay. But uh, I get my kids meal with my drink and I put it, I have, you know, my big purse. I have it all sturdy. And you know how I found, and let me tell y'all what I also have in my purse. I have two of my cider beers. Because all, all uh, Avengers movies are at least two hours. I've never seen one that's not two hours. 
all Avenger movies is usually so wait, You were judging me, but you carry two cider beers. You have the nerve Why would to I, judge you? I didn't judge you on nothing. Why would I judge you on bringing food in a movie theater? I don't okay. judge no look. I judge people who buy food in a movie theater. Because I'm like, you buying that food? I know you're not buying that 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 cider beer that's ten dollars. Why you could have just went and got you a big old gulp. <laughs> yes. Look, let me tell y'all something. And if I'm feeling real spicy and I say, oh, you know what? I'm gonna do me a mixed cocktail. I bring my minis and my uh and I go to the store right beside the movie theater is a is a gas station so i'll go get my coke or my sprite whatever i'm gonna mix it is and i'll be right there and you know you gotta be smart about it when you know you see somebody uh coming but most people most young people if you're worried about me eating food in your theater like did you get a raise if i eat food if i right. order a snack? yeah exactly <laughs> stop stop you do not get paid commission off of how many pizzas you sell you're a fucking lie like cut it out cut you know it. what i I find people like that who be like, if I ask for, you know, cause back in the day when you used to be at like McDonald's, you ask for a water cup and you get like some drinks, you get a soda. And you always had that one cashier who wants to go above and beyond and be like, ah, you asked for a water cup and you got a soda. And it's like, do you get paid more than I got this soda? Like, did you get a bonus? Did you get... I feel like there's something we don't know because they they really went hard on them. Like next time you do that, I'm gonna tell say that you were stealing, <laughs> ma'am. What do you lose from this? Like I'm a kid. I mean, it's like, like you, but what do you lose? Like if I ask you at McDonald's window for an extra barbecue sauce for my niece and nephew's chicken nuggets, do you gain anything for being like, oh well, you know, I already gave you two. And give me another one. Like, right. give me. And you know who's worse about that? Raisin Canes. Because they have oh, a special sauce. Yeah, that sauce is so good, too. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, but, but but look, I only know, like, this black lady was like, is that enough sauce for you, baby? And I was like, oh, can I get another one? She was like, yeah, they don't pay me enough money to be caring about these sauces. <laughs> That's me because do you get an extra little five bucks from work or something? Like I worked at at Popeye's. I worked at the grocery store. Let me tell you something. I've always said this. It is not my, I don't care enough about no job that much. I don't care when people was at Popeye's talking about something. Can I get an extra pepper? Here you go. Yeah, you didn't pay for it, but guess what? It's not my job to care about these peppers. <laughs> when I, uh. <laughs> I went to Chick-fil-A one time and I'll never forget this because this is when Chick-fil-A was trying to start like charging for the sauces. And you know, if I get a 12 piece and a large fry, I normally ask for six barbecue sauce, but I know I use all of them because I like for every nugget, I dip every bite. However many bites it takes me to finish a nugget, I'm <laughs> dipping for Wait, every what? bite. Yes. And then like, if I have French fries, I'm dipping for every bite. Like, why are you like? What, stop it! Stop it! I want my barbecue sauce. Damn it! I hadn't paid for you know the service and for you to say my pleasure. Hand over the fucking sauce, man. Give it up. So the woman was like, "Well, with the twelve count, you only get three barbecue sauce." And I said, "When did this start?" She was like, "Oh, well, we're just trying to be more vigilant of how many sauces we hand out because a lot of people waste them." And I said, "Ma'am." You clearly don't know me then. And I meant that in a, in a very personal way because I come to this one since it was at like by my job at the time. I come to that one like I, I go to work five days a week. I come to that one like at least three to four times a week. You clearly do not know me then. You didn't recognize the name that popped on the sticker because I'm here damn near every day. I need my barbecue sauce. She's like, well, I can give it to you. But I don't have to charge you 25 cents. I said, ma'am, if I wanted to pay 25 cents, I would have went to McDonald's. Period. I just went with McDonald's. Like, I don't, I don't want to pay for this. So she's like, so what do you want to do? I want my barbecue sauce. That's what I want. Do you know how to get a manager? And do you know the manager's like, I'm sorry for the confusion. He, she was like, we are trying to implement that. But she was like, um, here's your six barbecue sauce. You know, sorry for the inconvenience. Yes, bitch, what the fuck is this? Y'all gonna get cussed out in this holy place of not working on Sundays. You better stop. That's Don't. ridiculous. But to me, give me my sauces. It's exactly. not going to hurt you. 
You still it's gonna keep your like, job, but if, if you give me six barbecue sauces, your job will be there waiting for you tomorrow. Thank you. I'm gonna say it's not like when you get your paycheck, you see state taxes, <laughs> deduction of barbecue sauce, healthcare, overtime, <laughs> deduction of too many barbecue sauces handed out. Like you don't get an, a, a compensation for the barbecue sauces you keep, nor a deduction for the barbecue sauces you handed out. Hand out the barbecue sauce. Stop being stingy. Yes, I'm because I, I be I just straight up look at you like you a fool. So you gonna give me my barbecues? You gonna give me my sauces or what we gonna do? Because I'm not moving this car at this point. I remember some. I remember one time I was in college and somebody was like, "Well, you gonna have to drive all the way back through the line if you gonna want your uh, honey mustard." I was ready to go, but this girl was like, "Well, I'm gonna go through the line. I said for some honey mustard." I'm sitting right here, bitch. Sitting. <laughs> We were holding now, I did have a friend who was like, I remember one friend, and I had to tell him, like, people can spit in your food, nigga. Yeah. And uh, he was refusing to move. He was like, until you give me what I want, I ain't leaving. And they were like, uh, then they, it was like a standoff until he finally just got what he wanted. I mean, <laughs> I was like, next, next time they're going to look at your face and start spitting in your food. That's okay. I ain't coming back to y'all for a while after I didn't cut up. So that's fine. I know you went. That's 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 a, that's a, that's the thing that y'all gotta understand. If you gonna cut up, give it about like three, four weeks before you come back. You know, go, go drive that exit. Nah, I don't think they're gonna remember your face in like a month's time. Well, don't know that because I, 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 I remember, because you know what I do remember people faces. I'd be like, oh, I don't want to wait on that table. Like, yeah, you know, like I, when I was serving. I'd be like, uh-uh. I remember. So you give it a good like. Never wary because I, I don't forget faces. Well, honestly, me, man, I was bartending the servant. I don't forget faces because if you, especially if you tried to uh, re-COVID, you know, and you tried to be a menace. I mean, you're a menace. Oh, I remember your menace ass face because I remember one time I was, yeah, my last bartending job, I was bartending and literally these people wanted to get drunk on like a Friday morning. And yeah. literally they had about, they started off with like, 10 margaritas and i mean because it was i'm like do people this was before covid this was bc this was bc time bc times on a friday and i'm like do people not have jobs day jobs anymore because i'm working at this particular point how are you all at like one o'clock drinking 10 margaritas for like five people like no it was like six people Six people drinking margaritas, and I was the only one working. And then they wanted to be demanding. Of course, and be like, did. can we upgrade? You know, can we upgrade the the tequila? Oh, are you done yet? You want me to make ten margaritas on top of all the other drinks I made, and then you want to think that I was going to make these drinks in like three minutes? Girl, are you kidding? And then going to ask me, do I have a tray? Like, <laughs> this is not that type of restaurant this is not a bar. Like I'd be trying to tell people like, this is not a bar. This is counter service, honey. Come get your drinks. But yeah, I don't like demanding people. That's a tip. If you, if you are demanding out there, if you're an ass to people who's making your cocktails, your food, you might want to, you know, slow it down because I ain't going to lie. Maybe a time or two, I did uh, shorten your liquor short. I did, I did shorten your pour. Uh, I knew my drink tasted weak. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta be like, one, two, three, four, five, instead of that eight count. Mm. I knew it. I knew it. Kim was over here shortening my liquor when I come to the house. She was mad. No, I get, I, no, I, I give you enough liquor. Bianca, she she be drinking all my liquor. Up. No, oh, that's not true. Oh, it's not. Oh, the devil is. But if we have an event, though, usually we have liquor to drink, so that's why we drink it up. Oh yeah, go ahead and clean it up. Don't make me sound like an alcoholic. Thank you. But I ain't gonna lie. When I go to Bianca's house, I expect I, expect, I, I look. When I go to Bianca's house, you get now. You know you got my Jack back there, so I'm a drink. I'm a drink the Jack. It's a vacation. A vacation. Am I lying? A vacation means you need to get away. I mean, none of us. So when will you feel comfortable? I'm going to say, when will you feel comfortable actually traveling again? Like, when do you think is like, what year 
now that we're talking, it is 2021 right now. What, uh, August, 2021. When will you think we will be back to traveling the world? People going on, like, you know, I'm going I to the Mediterranean back to traveling next summer. When will I feel comfortable traveling again? It will be a very, like, honestly, like I thought 2022, like in the summer, it was going to be safe to like hit up like a all inclusive or maybe like a small, um, cruise. That's a negative. <laughs> so you're not going to travel next summer? Next summer? I don't think As of right now, I'm not feeling comfortable traveling. Like, I already have to go to Houston for a funeral, which I'm very nervous about. I already have to go to Virginia for, like, you know, to check on my uh, my niece and stuff. I just... I It still makes me uneasy traveling. Like... So when do you think, like, do you think 2023 you'll be ready? I'm talking about internationally traveling. Maybe like 24. Cause really? like, I, yeah, no, like seriously. Cause I, I mean the way, especially the way Americans are acting with COVID now, like perfect example. Okay. You saw New Zealand have one case of COVID. Them hoes shut that whole country down. Bitch, you can't go nowhere in New Zealand. It is shut down. However, United States will not get to that point. We didn't do it before. We won't do it this time. So, you know, it, it's going to be a minute before I'm comfortable enough to get on, like, uh, what is that, a five-plus-hour flight to go out overseas. And then, honestly, with all this stuff happening, like, on the ta- with the Taliban and stuff, I don't know if I want to be flying. Yes, that's the thing. Like, I, I am, like... Uh, because we know they are an issue for all the world, not just for the Western world. They are an issue for the world. The marble that we all live in, we know they are with the shit. We know they have no like cares or regard for life. They, you know, they have no. We saw how they were blowing up and bombing things, you know, overseas for the longest time. You know what? Yeah. five years ago so it, it's just a lot going on right now and I, i'm not trying to be in a plane i mean i, 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 I just not yeah this is just me and i just and i don't know if this is an ignorant question if it is then you know sorry i'm not really trying to be like that person but regarding the taliban how, we were over there for what 20 20 not 20 years but like over 11 because I want to say, when did 9 11 happen? What year? 2001. 2001. Yeah, so 20 years we were uh, over. The 20 years we were over there, we spent trillions of dollars. I'm, I'm not saying billions. I'm not saying, I'm saying trillions. We spent trillions of dollars. And the goal was to train the military. They're they're with the Afghan military, right? To one day be able to take over their land, be strong enough to, because we were training their military. But as soon as Americans troops left, it was it it was like literally. I mean, it was ridiculously quick. Like if you remember, they didn't have enough of their own troops remember and then when the taliban started gaining more people that was the concern like i because i remember like listening to bbc and you know those articles saying you know we're very concerned about the taliban coming back in full force because they've been recruiting now yeah of course yeah yeah you have to remember based off of the american presidents that have been in office they're, however they felt on their position, if they kept taking out troops from certain trouble areas mm-hmm. and, you know, the Taliban was digging further and further in, then we were essentially just helping the Taliban get their footing better. Um, but I mean, yeah, it happened really quick. Just, you know, it, even Joe Biden, like, I didn't think yeah, it was going to happen. This happened, yeah, because when, you, when I saw that footage of innocent civilians you know you know running to the airport trying to overtake like let's just get on this plane so we can fly it out of here you know just so they you know because the taliban had took taken over the capital 
and the, I think the the president has left and all this stuff. And my whole thing is, and now they had to bring in a thousand troops and I, they brought in more American troops. And my whole thing is, why did we even, first of all, we didn't do a great job at all of training them. We did not. We, we, we did not do a good job. That's just the truth. Americans did not do a good job of training them. Second of all, when you leave, I feel like maybe we should have had a better plan in place. Well, why do you say we didn't do a good job? What have we? Yes, what I'm saying. We didn't do a good job of training them at all. We did not do a good job. Like, why do you feel that? Because if you can, because to me, you probably should have had more people that that and more and more people who could over because you know how strong the Taliban is. This is not like. Oh, we don't know. We know how strong the Taliban is. We know how long they've been around. We know how strong they are. We've had people infiltrate them. You know firsthand knowledge of how strong the Taliban is. To me, did you just wake up and say, we're going to get our troops out of there and not have a proper plan in place? Did you did you feel it? What made you feel? What made Biden feel? Okay, I know he's always been opposed to the war and having our troops over there, but we also don't want another nine 11 because to me, Bush already had put them over there. He already signed that, you know, he already did that deed when he was eight years of a president. You get what I'm saying? So, and we knew that Obama wasn't going to be eight years, be able to take troops, you know, out of there. It just was no way. But the thing is, how do you successfully take troops out without taking them out too early and making sure that there's a proper plan and, and, and strong enough people there that when you take the U.S. troops out, we are not going to have to be worried about what they're going to do to America? Well, that was the big, I don't know, you, well, you're older than me, so you remember like when 9-11 first happened, oh, that was no, I'm saying like you remember this because you remember how that was the main thing yeah. that all the military commanders were saying. Like, once we put ourselves here, how will we get out? This is not something we could easily mm-hmm. get out because there is no real winning against terrorism. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you say one if they can constantly recruit or replenish themselves? Like, when is a battle successfully completed? Mm-hmm. That was like, remember that was like the big issue because everyone's like well if we put ourselves there how do we get out you know this isn't going to be like a yeah. two-year thing like you know like that was everybody's thing in the pentagon like be careful about putting people there we mm-hmm. need a response to 9-11 but how do we do it in a way that you just said all those things so that was an issue obviously we never figured it out but i know withdrawing at this point is more detrimental to them especially the women and the kids than anyone else yeah. Yep. And and that's the thing is it's because it was so many promises that Bush had made. Then Obama made some promises and then Trump made some promises. And then now you have these people who's like, um, these promises were made to me. Uh, Biden, you need to uphold your promises. You need to uphold your thing. Like some people were like, okay, we were, you know, we gave you all inside information on the Taliban. We gave you inside information on, you know, we, we were your spies and all this stuff. You all promised us that when it came town, the time for you all to leave, we'll be jumping on the flight, you know, with you all. Why are you now trying to leave me and my family behind? You know, I saw that on um on the nightly news where you know a couple of uh, uh people were talking about it. a couple of men were like we were told that we once they get ready to pull off Afghanistan we will come to America and be citizens like be able to be citizens and all that because we were <clears throat> helping them and now right. they're like we are being left behind. Yeah. So. I mean, it's a mess. It is an active, an active mess. I, I, I don't know what we're gonna do, but it is very sad to see yeah, all so, of that unfold. Yeah. So I don't think that now we have what more troops. I don't know if more are still coming in or not because I know that they had brought in more troops. I don't know. I haven't. But it seems like they would need more. Like they would need more than that because the pictures indicate that they're like there's so many Taliban members now. 
Yeah, but you know, and then this is my this is my thing. They like they have recruited so many Americans when they were looking at it, like Taliban people who come from America who want to become part of the Taliban and all that. And I'm just like that you and then you have some people who come a part of the Taliban and who are Americans. And it's like, oh my god, this is a bad decision. Okay, now I want to come back home. You can't come back home, honey. You don't be in jail. Right. No. You gonna be in what? Well, uh, do they still have uh, Guantanamo Bay? Do they still I, have? I, I don't know. I thought they shut that down, but I I don't know. They may, I mean, you, who knows? They may have their own. Maybe, maybe they shut they it down. Look, they shut it down. Wink, wink. We right. shut it down. <laughs> we should, but see, this is the thing, though. This is the effects. 9-11 happened in 2001 and I still remember it like it was yesterday but these are the effects that one president has caused until this day and this is why people were saying wait we need to have a plan proper plan in place a rescue plan what is the plan and we all know Bush didn't really have a plan his whole thing was just let's just send in troops right now and you had so many Republicans who were the majority who were just like okay you know, uh, let's just do whatever he wants. And now we're sitting here 20 years later and still being like, okay, we got troops, people dying, families losing loved ones, you know, losing their, you know, losing 19-year-old children, losing 18-year-old children. And what is our real goal? Because we killed Osama bin Laden and they're still right, over there. Now, I mean, now they're facing the Taliban. And, 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 and I, they were weakened, but they weren't gone. And here we see they're back and stronger than ever, which was a fear that we always were concerned about. So, yeah. And I mean, I mean, I think it was just crazy how it just, I mean, literally a blink of an eye. I'm not even really being funny. It was like soon as, but you know, I also felt like, and I don't know how we could do this, but maybe we don't start announcing so early that we're leaving. Like American troops are leaving, blah blah. You know this. Time. Oh yeah. Tell Maybe him. yeah, because I feel like when we start announcing that, oh, we're leaving, people. Okay, they're gonna leave on the eleventh. Okay, so we so we're gonna you know attack on the, on the twelfth. We're gonna do all this stuff. Maybe we don't tell people we're leaving and just gradually right. decrease right our, our presence. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, because I felt like I always felt like maybe that's a big, maybe that's something we don't need to do. I don't know. I don't know what because, we do with this because uh, we got a whole issue on our hands. Yeah, because I'm like, maybe they they y'all we already know what they done done nine eleven, and that's why you know you you that's what makes people not want to go to big events. I'm being honest. Like that's what makes people not want to go to big events because they're thinking, okay, now that, you know, we're out of Afghanistan, should we be going to big events? You know, are they going to, cause we always know they're, they're looking evil people like that who are part of the Taliban are always looking, looking to do something to prove their loyalty, to prove that. Right. It's just too much going on in the world now. Like it's always something going on, but like with COVID and everything and now this and, I mean, it's just too, like, we need to figure out what we're doing with COVID. Like, can we get one thing under control before something else pops off? Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. just the one thing. That's all I'm asking. That's all. Yep. One thing. Yep. Also, before we leave, prayers, 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 prayers to our brothers and sisters in Haiti. Ugh. I think the last hurricane happened in, what, 2015? The uh, earthquake happened in 2015. It was like a seven point. It was it was a seven magnitude. It was a seven magnitude earthquake that happened, and I want to say it was 2015. This time around, they had a seven point two. Uh, and it aftershock like two times. And I mean, we already know that that first when we um in 2015, I want to say it was almost 15 days up to that they found people still alive buried you know and i think i saw 300 plus people are already dead and it's just crazy and y'all i know you all want to help but they are literally asking 
for you all not to donate to any charities that's not Haitian founded because as we all know mm. American uh American what um, American Association or something like that Red Cross all those Red people Cross. basically pop- huh they all don't they all they benefit from things like this right because we found out yeah, that they like weren't they, really yeah. Yeah, we found out they really were not helpful. The people of Haiti was like, we barely saw any money. We barely saw anything. They came out and they blasted them all. So um, if you, we we will post it in our stories for sure, the list of where you can, and I, I'll like tag a page so you all can go to an actual page of somebody. Do like, let's just be smart about it and make sure that we're going to the right and giving to the right people. I know we we all want to do good. We all, well, some a lot of us want to do good, but just be mindful of where you're giving your money to because it's really sad that billionaires literally are, are like the president of the Red Cross makes you know, a salary that you're like, but how is that possible in your charity organization and you're pocketing in like 10 million a year? Like, let's see how much you're giving to the people because you always got a a photo of an African child with a big belly. You know, they love to always show that picture, you know, feed the children Oh, let's show, you know, cause so please don't get a feed to children. Don't give to the Red Cross. Don't give to all these other, uh, other ones, the uh, Salvation Army. Give to Haitian organizations because they, they are the ones on the ground going to make sure that people are, you know, getting the proper treatment. I think what uh, some people from the uh, um, doctors from the Dominican Republic have already come. I think some American doctors have come too to help. And so um, they just need prayers. They need help from all over the world. And I think they're battling like a, what a, um, I want to say like a hurricane or tsunami or something like that. That might be like, are they really? That's coming their way? I think so. Like I had saw it or something. Like they're trying to like, so it's like, what? They're just getting beat and, up, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it is hurricane season because we did see that Florida was saying that they they were have, about to have, you know, a potential hurricane. New Orleans, I think there's one. They named it already, but I mean, it's a lot going on. So, I mean, yeah, just be careful where you give to, um, we, you know, the intentions to help. So, you know, do your research 25 times over. When Kim does her research and finds out, she will put put it all down for you all to know if you choose to give. Yes, because there are some people that I follow that are Haitian and, you know, they're very active about it. Like, please, you know, give here. Like, these are actual people that need, you know, that that will give the money to the people. So, again, I will find all the posts will not or at least direct you to the right person to give you the correct post because they are Haitian. And uh, I mean, like um, also like Naomi <clears throat> she is going to donate all of her prize money from her tennis matches to Haiti. And that's just really just where my, cause we, as we, as we all know, right. she's Haitian and she's Japanese. So I, you know, it, it's just the little things like that, that go a long way. You know, she doesn't have to do it, but we are, but, but I'm actually really grateful that she's doing it for Haiti because when I saw that, you know, how like, right. it was just, when I saw that, like, the hate like Haiti had an earthquake on Saturday. I woke up to that. It was like, you know how you just don't want to wake up to bad news. Like you just like yeah. are not I don't even turn on social media until after like that. Honestly. Like I wasn't like in the right even headspace. And when I saw that and I saw like a little girl and like a baby like trapped and they had to like push him out and girl looked faint and like weak and I and I was just like hey like was not mentally I I wasn't like yeah like like that's not where you know and it it, it it just broke my heart but I saw that because I was like wait didn't they just like go through this years ago and then they had like all those people there and they were scamming them and all that stuff and I'm just thinking like again like damn damn and they're not even fully recovered from that you know so 
we are again our prayers are we will definitely do our part in making sure that if you want to donate you will know exactly where to donate and i know some people are saying well you know i i know that these big corporations are going to get they're not going to do your money all that you think they're going to do it i was one of those people who actually donated to um I think I donated to Red Cross. And then when I heard, because, you know, we saw Red Cross down there and they were like, you know, we need your donations. We need all this stuff. And then when they left and you hear the stories, I was just like, oh, like I donated a sub, like a, a, a nice amount to right, the Red Cross. Yeah. And to know that, you know, basically the CEO took, you know, <laughs> you know, is getting paid this much in salary while people are hungry and you telling me that you're doing all this. And I'm not saying that they don't deserve to have a great salary because yes, you are the CEO, the president of the, uh, of, you know, this, but you're supposed to feed the children at the same time. So it's like, right. I mean, yeah, salary, but damn, like, to what extent is your salary and where does it come from, you know, and, and how, how far do you cut into the profits to, to help? Yeah. Like, I don't uh, know if somebody from Feed all the Children, world. like, I don't, I don't know if somebody from Feed the Children needs to be making $10 million a year. While you could, or do you, little, like, that's a little excessive. <laughs> it's like, it, <laughs> like, a little obsessive, you know, I, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, like oh, I'm I'm gonna get I'm getting a bonus. It's like feed the children, give it our bonuses. Like, well, I mean, I think if you were like, yeah, I made two hundred thousand, a hundred thousand. Okay, I maybe cleared a million. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, like I cleared a million dollars. You know, uh, uh, I I was given a ten million dollar salary, but you know what I said? I said give nine million to the people. Sure. I but live, I mean, could you, could you live off one million dollars a year, Bianca? Hell yeah. Comfortably, actually. I mean, I would still work, though, you know, because I would, you know, I would sit most but of that. But I'm saying, would, if, you were like CEO, if you were a CEO of, like, Feed the Children, Red Cross, and you were making a million dollars a year, you could live very comfortably, couldn't you? Couldn't you, like, live in your dream home? You yeah. and your family be really well? Like, I feel like a million dollars is enough we, for these. We, yeah. We would be comfortable. And the craziest thing is I, I'm with you on that. Like, you know, okay, I made 10 million, but I gave 9 million, you know, or, you know, 8 million back, you know, uh, something, something along the line of that. I mean, because at the end of the day, but I've always said this, it's yeah, you've worked for it. You, you did what you did, you know, whatever, but damn, like you'll never spend $2 million in your life. Some people do. I mean, they've blown it. Literally just, you'd be like, damn, how are they broke? But you know, that happens too. But I'm just saying like an average person living moderately comfortable, a million is fine. Mm-hmm. It's yep. fine. So now we can like more. Yeah, of course we all like more, but you know, that's one thing I do. I don't know if I could just, that's why, that's why I don't really like, to me personally, I really don't even like really giving to big organizations. This is one of the reasons why it's because I feel like I don't really know where the money is going. It's feeling a little, so that's why I like to give to more of smaller organizations anyway. But when I was looking for smaller organizations back in 2015, I really didn't have time to do my adequate research. So I just gave, but now that it's older, I'm older, I can adequate adequately look at to where i want to give and now that i know people who are haitian who come from haiti and are saying no this right. is the organization that has been on the ground since i have been you know in haiti and when i left they were still doing their thing so this is what i will give to so i'm going to give put that in the story or make a post on the page but y'all just look out for that because it will be there because i do want to say our prayers are with haiti like like that's our brothers and sisters over there of course they were the first country to say uh no you're gonna give us our freedom boo boo 
and they, you know, fought their oppressors and they won, you know? So, uh, I'm, you know, I really do have a lot of respect for Haiti. And my mom has been on, been there for several mission trips. And I mean, she actually went, yeah, she went to Haiti like two or three times. And then she actually went, um, like literally right after they had the, uh, the hurricane, the first, first round. And I, so I'm guessing that, you know, maybe if the, it wasn't so, you know, COVID restrictions and all this stuff, she probably would be going, you know, back. Uh, this round but um i'm actually surprised she didn't try to sneak in a trip like honestly <laughs> so so uh we'll see and that's what my mom really my mom even confirmed it she was like oh my god like you hear the stories of them talking about how many organizations ripped them off like it not even they didn't even give to the she said like feed the children didn't even really give to the orphanages and i'm and i was just like disgusted because what they didn't give to the kids, yeah. feed the children. So, y'all, I love I mean, you all. They feed the children, what's up? Look, look, but y'all got, but y'all love to show big belly African kids. But I always think feed the children. I got my own little thing with them and exploitation, exploitation. Yeah. Because well. they love to tell you this is. This is Sarah, this is uh Sarah, and and for five dollars a month you can sponsor Sarah. And I'm thinking, now you want me to believe her name is Sarah? Cause I know my African <laughs> people, my brothers and sisters, have beautiful names, and they are very very prideful and very strong about their culture. And that's, you know, what I love about my African brothers and sisters. So please stop the mess. But anyway, y'all, I love y'all. I'll see y'all next week. And I'm going to let Bianca take over so okay. I can think about what I want to oh. say for the end. And if I can't find nothing, y'all, it's going to be just a while. Anywho, y'all with everything going on we thank you guys for tuning in we hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we enjoy putting it on for you on a very serious note please wear your mask you know we're entering into winter time this covid thing if you don't know is a real thing um we're seeing a lot of people say on their deathbed i, I wish i would take the vaccine you know i wish i would have believed it's real it is real wear your mask wash your hands for god's sakes wash your hands <laughs> You know, guys, common sense here. If you don't feel good and you can, stay at home. I know not everyone has that luxury, but if you can, stay at home. Um, you know where to find us. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Real Times with the ZKB. If you want to keep emailing us, we are Real Times with the ZKB at gmail.com. Unapologetic Radio is on Monday. We love y'all. We will see y'all next week. We'll be here to do it again. Stay safe. Until then, peace.